flick your tail at me, cat. Oh, Nick's on his phone. Welcome back to the Moon and Sun podcast. I'm Shay. And I'm Nick. And today I will be talking about fern. And I'll be talking about moss. Yes. Okay. So the fern. Uh, for some reason, I did not write down the um name of it. The fucking... Um, that was from me. Oh, okay. Um, the... um. Scientific name? Yeah, I didn't write that down. That's cool. Go. I'm trying to get my phone back in my Penny, pocket. Get I out. Mean, <laughs> you're not helping. Yeah, the scientific name. All right. Its gender is masculine. Its planet is Mercury. Its element is air. Its deities are Laka and Puck. Powers, rainmaking, protection, luck, riches, eternal youth, health, and exorcisms. Okay, the rain making an eternal youth. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Right? <laughs> oh, I'm clicking things with my mouse. Stop clicking things with your mouse. Um, Fern is a member of a group of vascular plants that reproduce via spores and have neither seeds nor flowers. Ferns have complex leaves called megaphiles. Ferns, um, megaphilus? Yeah, that's not going to work out. Hemi. Stop playing with that. <laughs> Emmy. Emmy. Mom is trying to report it. record a podcast. Stop it. Uh, ferns first appear in the fossil record about 360 million years ago in the late Devonian period. But many of the current families and species did not appear until roughly 145 million years ago in the early Cretaceous, Cretaceous, Cretaceous period. After flowering, plants came to dominate many... Uh, it is a paramount example of evolutionary stasis. Paleontological evidence indicates that it has remained unchanged even at the level of fossilized nuclei and chromosomes for at least 180 million years. And then I wrote, so bro, ferns are old. <laughs> yes, they are very old <laughs> and they barely have ever changed. Right? They're like a... Prehistoric plant. They're like sharks. Mm-hmm. Ferns are not of major economic importance, but some are used for food, medicine, as biofertilizer, as ornamental plants, and for remediating contaminated soils. They have been the subject of research for their ability to remove some chemical pollutants from the atmosphere. Fern species live in a variety of habitats, from remote mountain elevations to dry desert rock faces, bodies of water, or open fields. Ferns in general may be thought of as largely being special specialists in marginal habitats, often succeeding in places where various environmental factors limit the success of flowering plants. Some ferns are among the mo- world's most serious weed species, including the bracken fern growing in the Scottish Highlands or the mosquito fern growing in tropical lakes, both species forming large, aggressively spreading colonies. There are four particular types of habitats that ferns are most found in. Moist, shady forests, crevices and rock faces, especially when sheltered from the full sun, acid wetlands, including bogs and swamps, and tropical trees, where many species are... You little shithead. Come here. Come here. Oh, of course. Now you've dropped it. Uh, Are... Where many species are epiphytes, something like a quarter to a third of all fern species. 
especially the epiphytic ferns, have turned out to be the hosts of a huge diversity of invertebrates. It is assumed that bird nest ferns alone contain up to half the invertebrate biomass within a hectare of rainforest canopy. Uh, Pteridomania is a term for the Victorian era craze of fern collecting and fern motifs in decorative art, including pottery, glass, metals, textiles, wood, printed paper, and sculpture. Appearing on everything from christening presents to gravestones and memorials. Like how Victorian. The Victorian Mm -hmm. era was weird. Okay, just wait. Come here, Prin. Come here. Come here. Uh, the fashion for growing ferns indoors led to the development of the Wardian case, a glazed cabinet that would exude air pollutants and maintain the necessary humidity. The dried form of ferns was also used in other arts, being used as a stencil or directly linked, directly inked for use in a design. The botanical work The Ferns of Great Britain and Ireland is a notable example of this type of nature printing. The process patented by the artist and publisher Henry Bradbury impressed a specimen onto a soft lead plate. Ferns figure in folklore, for example, in legends about mythical flowers or seeds. In Slavic folklore, ferns are believed to bloom once a year during the Ivan Kolpola night, although alleged to be exceedingly difficult to find. Anyone who sees a fern flower is thought to be guaranteed to be happy and rich for the rest of their life. So. I would snatch that flower up if I ever saw a fern. fern flowers. If I ever saw a fern flower, I'll snatch that shit up. and mm. I'm keeping my precious. Right. Similarly, Finnish tradition holds that one who finds the seed of a fern in bloom on Midsummer Night will, by possession of it, be guided and be able to travel invisibly to locations where eternally blazing will of the wisps mark the spot of hidden treasure. Oh, that makes me want to brave. The little wisp on brave. Mm-hmm. Uh, these spots are protected by a spell that prevents anyone but the fern seed holder from ever knowing their locations. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry, Shay. <laughs> In the U.S., ferns are thought to have magical properties, such as a dried fern can be thrown into hot coals of a fire to exercise evil spirits. Or smoke from a burning fern is thought to drive away snakes and such creatures. So I need to burn a fern under my house. A fern leaf. You don't need to burn the whole fern. <laughs> what did the fern ever do to you? I Even know. though you'll probably kill it anyways. I know. Okay. For rheumatism, you can use maiden hair. These are all different types of ferns. Oh, God. Maiden hair fern. Maiden hair, marginal wood fern, sensitive fern, cinnamon fern, Christmas fern, bracken fern. <clears throat> just maidenhair ferns mm-hmm. are the finicky of all the other ferns. Oh, yeah. They're so finicky. I've killed two of, of them. Oh, and you have, like, the greenest green thumbs. Yeah. Um, fern used for lungs. Maidenhair, smoke, for, smoke it for asthma. Maidenhair and spinewort used for coughs. Rattlesnake fern, cough medicine or for tuberculosis. Hay scented fern for chills and lung hemorrhages. Rock cap used for sore throat, colds, measles, tuberculosis, cough, and lung congestion. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas fern used for chills, fever. There's pneumonia. a Christmas fern? Yeah. 
pneumonia, red spots on skin, and listlessness, tuberculosis, and hoarseness. Uh, Bracken fern. I would so totally have my house filled with ferns. Right. Honestly, I would. Uh, <clears throat> walking fern can be used topically and as an emetic for swollen breasts. Uh, maiden hair can be used for irregular menses and breast diseases. Lady fern used for mothers with intestinal fevers and to prevent their water from breaking. Uh, mountain wood fern used for disease of the womb. Ostrich fern used as decoction of sterile leaf stock base for the expulsion of afterbirth and for back pain. Sensitive fern used for infection, blood disorders, and to restore the female system after childbirth. Um, cinnamon fern can be used for women troubles, caked breasts, I don't know what that means, and malaise. Uh, interrupted fern used for weak blood and gonorrhea. Royal fern used for menstrual problems. Bracken fern used for weak blood, uterine prolapse, suffering after birth, caked breasts, weakness, and headaches. Ferns used for the blood. Maiden hair. Lady. Lady fern used for vomiting of blood. So I give you vomiting blood? Yeah. Hmm. Um, oh. You can use. Uh. Ferns used for digestion, including stomach ache and parasites, mountain wood fern, crested wood fern, royal fern. Uh, rock cap, you could be used for stomach aches and cholera. Christmas fern, bracken fern, and sensitive fern for intestinal troubles. Um, anytime it talks about cholera, it just makes me think of that Oregon Trail game. Mm-hmm. And how you, one of you would just like always die of cholera. No, dysentery. Dys- you and your dysentery. Dairy. Yep. Uh, magical uses. The fern is included in vases of flowers for its protective properties and is also planted at the doorstep as well. Dried fern is thrown upon hot girls to exercise evil spirits. <laughs> so if you're hot. <laughs> you got evil spirits in you. Okay. <laughs> Inside, the home front is always protected. When burned out of doors, fern causes rain to fall. Smoke from the burning fern also drives away snakes or other bother- bothersome creatures. Carried or worn, Fern has the power to guide. It's better to discover treasures, and the person who breaks the first fern frond of spring will have good luck. How do you know if you're the first person? Is it the first person on that plant? I don't know. Or is it the first person in general? Because it just you, says the first person. You never know if you're the first person. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you ever find yourself in a spot covered with ferns exactly at midnight where no sound of any kind can be heard, Puck will appear and give you a purse of gold. Please. Right? When done intentionally, this is known as watching the fern. If you bite the frond of the first fern of spring, you will be guarded from toothache, at least until the next spring. Fern sap, if you can obtain any, is said to confer eternal youth. If drunk, the seat is carried for invisibility. So what you're saying is I need to grow some ferns mm-hmm. so then we can try and get some sap from it. And have eternal youth. Yes. Yes. I'll get right on that. Right? I'm, I'm serious. I will. I know you will. 
In Celtic shamanism, unfurled fronds of male ferns were gathered at midsummer, dried, and carried for good luck. All ferns are powerful, protective plants, and fairies are especially attracted to them. In medieval times, dried fawns, dried ferns were often hung in homes because it was believed they would protect the dwelling from being struck by lightning. During this time, they were also planted to dispel negativity. Ferns have also been documented as a friend of the fey folk and is associated with the planet Mercury, according to Llewellyn. The fronds of the fern are protective and boost the magical significance of any fresh flower they are arranged with. The seeds from the fern were believed to grant the power of invisibility, and when the fronds were burned on an outdoor fire, they're supposed to draw rain. As you welcome the fern into your home, consider how to work with its rich history and magic healing and the other world ask yourself some questions what stories about the ferns resonate most with me what does the fern bring in for me if listening to plants doesn't come naturally to you at first that's okay sometimes a period of deprogramming around plants is essential in western culture we often face a severance from the natural world if you're unaware where to start try journaling or meditating while in the presence of your fern you may be surprised what comes to you unless you're nick <laughs> Another idea may be to read some old folk tales or lore around ferns. Do you feel protected with your fern in the home? Do you feel negativity being held at bay? Share your magical intention with your new fern friend and see what friendship can unfurl. When I had my six Boston ferns Mm -hmm. that I got from mom in the house, there was just something about it that was calming. Calming, like, you're so pretty up there. Yeah. They were dispelling all the negativity. Yeah. Um, I got information from Wikipedia and from heyhorty.com. Slash backslash blog slash heal one slash the magic dash mat slash the dash magic dash of dash ferns. You didn't use your Cunningham's. Cunningham's Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs. I'm like, (laughs) I know ferns are in there. Yes. And Cunningham's Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs. It's not like that one time. What fucking herb did I do and forget to look it up? I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I don't remember either. So luckily you had your Cunningham's yeah. and I just read it out of your Cunningham's. Yep. Oh, Lord. Okay. Now to Moss. Moss. That works perfect with ferns because they grow like in the same area. Awesome. 100% of the time. Awesome. <clears throat> A small flowerless green plant that looks tr- that lacks true roots growing in low carpets or rounded cushions in damp habits and reproducing by means of spores released from stocked capsules. Ooh. Planet is Saturn. Gender masculine. Zodiac is Capricorn and Aquarius. Element Earth. Chakra base slash root. However you prefer to say that. Mm-hmm. It would be root for Shay. Root. Powers, luck, money, prosperity. Divi- Deity, which I... I'll probably say these wrong. You probably already know this by now. Siva Kali Brahana Yama. Words associated with moss are protection, relationship, rebirth, 
versatility, bridge, nature, community, resilience, authenticity, freedom, magic, magical beings, connection, renewal, creativity, travel, connection of ancestors. Connection of ancestors. Moss is a very simple plant. The leaves are only one cell thick, and moss does not have the roots, have true roots. It's, it creates all of its nutrition, nu- nutrients from sunlight using photosynthesis. Moss is only the most versatile and resilient plant alive, springing up and enabling their reproduction process when soaked with water. It can be frozen for long periods of time and thaw fully awake and green. Moss is a beautiful green yet soothing moss. It's also a magical ingredient and has been used since ancient times as spiritual tool. When used as medication, when used as meditation aid, it helps to bring your spirit back into the present moment. When used in rituals and ceremonies, it can help you connect with holy beings in your life. Moss is a symbol of new beginnings. Uh, it is a plant that grows in the unlikely places, and it can only grow when there's been a long period of stillness and quiet. Hmm. Moss is a sign that something new is about to happen. It can mean that you're about to start something new or begin a new chapter in your life. Moss is also sometimes seen as a symbol of renewal because it grows so quickly from the ground up. In some cultures, moss is used for healing purposes, especially after childbirth or surgery. In other cultures, moss has been used to tell fortunes and predict the future. The color of the moss can also the color of the moss also be meaningful. Green moss means growth and fertility. Red moss means passion. Black moss means death or destruction. Yellow orange moss means enlightenment enlightenment or wisdom. Moss is a symbol of growth, renewal, and strength. The moss that grows on the trees in your yard is a sign that the tree is healthy and is growing well. Moss also represents eternity as it can last for thousands of years. Moss is often <clears throat> moss is often found in places that have experienced trauma or dista- disaster. Like the ruins of buildings after a fire, the moss grows over these ruins to help them heal and feel peaceful again, which is kind of sad because if you think about it, a building destroyed by fire and the moss is like, here, let me help you. Right. It's like, let me love you. The ancient Greeks believed that moss was created by earth spirits wrapping themselves around trees and rocks formations to protect them. Yes. Moss may be used as an ingredient or substitute for spells and formulas related to Jupiter matters. Moss is ruled by the element Earth and so is especially suited for working involving the crone or other permi- permi- 
permutations of death or rebirth. It helps us connect to earth energy. Uh, other uses, others use this magic herb for money spells, seeing the earth connection to wealth. It is a good addition to potpourri, helping to fix the scents and to add a forest-like smell. And it makes a great base vegetable musk, especially when combined with labdanium and patchouli. <coughs> Try moss as an incense base. Grind it together with resin or hard spices moss smells like damp bark with a bit of seashore thrown in comforting and st steadying on the deep level oh. try in combination with earth earth scents for a grounding oil or as an ingredient in druidic or celtic oils you might also consider this herb for scenting natural perfumes, dealing with dependency. To carry moss taken from a gravestone in your pocket is a good insurance of luck, especially financial luck. Moss is used to stuff general purpose poppets. Getting to know the spiritual meaning of moss might be one of the most important discoveries you'll ever make it's also pretty interesting because moss has no has so many benefits and it affects that's nice. moss for you yeah. pretty simple nice. resources cunningham's encyclopedia of magical herbs aminoapps.com churchgets.com TheWildFay.com and speaking of which wands.net. Moss. Moss. Gmail. Moon and Sun Podcast at gmail.com. Truth. The Instagram. Moon and Sun Podcast. Yep. Uh, all one word, all lowercase. Yep. The Twitter is Moon and Sun Pod. Pod. Yep. Um, and the Facebook group is Moon and Sun Podcast Coven. You can find that by searching that or there's a link tree in the Instagram bio and it has all of the other socials. It has everywhere that you can listen to our podcast. All right. Well, that concludes this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode, episode of, of Moon and Sun Podcast. Moon and Sun Podcast. Don't forget your coffee. And drink your water. Yeah.